Hello, welcome to another episode of the Fumblecast. I'm Chris, your host. We're just here. Tim's here, hanging out with Tiger King. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So we are here. Lots of stuff on the agenda. Um, we try to keep it. We're trying to keep it in the hour, hour, twenty minutes range. I know a lot of you guys. You know, if it gets too long, just don't want to listen anymore. But there's so much stuff happening, especially because they had um, the, the Nintendo event today. Um, and uh, it was a lot of stuff going on with that. Uh, two things I'm very excited about. So we'll see. Uh, we're going to lead it off with checking out our social medias. It's facebook.com slash FOMOcast. Um, or if you want to go through everything, go to F, not FB. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming has the YouTube, both Facebook pages and our Apple link to our podcast. But we are available everywhere you find podcasts. And then we also have TikToks. So check them out for our gaming. You'll see. Um, Sadly, we had some more people passing away this week. Um, Two highly unexpected. One, not as much. We're not going to dwell on them because I know people have been the, the comments have been horrible about the last person. Yes. Whether you don't like them or you like them, you know, we're not going to offend it. They're, they're passed away. That's that's all we're going to say. Um, the first one, which um, I haven't watched Jeopardy in quite a while. Um, I did watch, you know, um, Alex's final message. And um, I have watched some of the videos of uh, Ken Jennings telling saying the very end, which I think is pretty cool, saying thank you, Alex. He says that at the end of every single one. Uh, episode he says thank you alex uh but uh, Braden smith who was only 24 was he on the he was in the tournament of the college the college tournament was, was it what it was i i don't know all i know is he was on the last um uh in december on the couple last episodes that um alex oh that's right posted. that's right yeah and the only reason i brought it up is i mean a it is kind of timely um on it and that uh he passed away at 24 and he was uh he earned the nickname alex last great champion because he uh won five days five in a days. row and yep took home over a hundred and almost a hundred and sixteen thousand dollars yeah so, um yeah and it was of course like anything um it was his um dream to always be on jeopardy so he did that did well um and then sadly only able to enjoy it for a couple months before his his passing. Well, they didn't even um they didn't mention what caused it, which I, it, you know it is what it is. I'm not going to dig deep into it. So, usually yeah. something like that, um I, I have noticed most of the articles of stuff like this will flat out say it was not covid related. Like they'll flat out come out real yeah. quick and say that um just so people don't get any ideas. Um his um hasn't said anything. So, um uh, that was the first one. The second one, I haven't heard his name in probably what eight years, yeah, nine it's years. Been a while. Uh, Vincent Jackson, amazing wide receiver from Tampa Bay. Um, I can remember when I first started playing fantasy, he was one of the first dudes that I was like, "Oh, I'm getting that guy" because I always saw him, and I was like, you know, it's super cool how good of a player he was, stuff like that. And um, another one, sadly, he passed away, and. Uh, I didn't see anything on it. It was kind of like um, the yeah, way the article the article was written. It was kind of like we needed her to get this out there because he passed away, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. From what I saw, is that he suffered from chronic alcoholism and had a lot of longstanding health conditions. Um, mm-hmm. 
toxicology Whoa. report hadn't come back yet. Uh, and I, the, his family believes that um, a lot of it could be attributed to a result of CTE um, concussion due to all of his years playing football and playing wide receiver. Um, you know, you're getting hit a lot as he as wasn't. Well. And he played, he, he was like a guy, like I, if people won't remember what Don Beebe was one, I always remember played for the Packers and he was always going across the middle and always getting laid out. I think that dude in the short time I've seen him, I saw him get like, I don't know, seven or eight concussions. I mean, yeah, it was exactly. just nonstop. And, for that and, guy. and up until recently, uh, I mean, you got a concussion. It was there was no concussion protocol. You didn't go in the blue tent. You came over the mm-hmm. sidelines. You maybe get some smelling salts. You sit out a couple plays, and you're right back in there. Um, and oh, you exactly. See, as, exactly. as long as the guy could stand up and kind of run a halfway decent route, he was especially if it was a a star wide receiver or a star he player. Was, he and, was good to go. Yep, and and he needed him clutch. They they went right back in there. So yeah, so uh, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, it did or didn't have a contribution, but I will say it's it's sad to see someone, you know, that young, 38, you know, he's only two yeah. old, two years older than us, you know, yeah. and that's 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 really sad. So, um, uh, I I feel really bad on that one because he and he was such a great he was such a great player too. Like it wasn't yeah, and, like, and he only yeah. been out of the league since 2016. So he hasn't really been out for that long. Now five years. Yep, that's crazy. So five years. He played till thirty three. So that's pretty good. He's obviously he's no Tom Brady. You know, no one. There's only one Tom Brady. So, uh, but yeah. And then lastly, the controversial one. We're gonna spend any time on it. We're just gonna mention his name is uh, Rush Limbaugh. uh, Passed away. Um, I didn't even know. This is actually kind of a fun fact, I guess. Well, not really fun, but um, his doctors told him he wouldn't live past uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shoot. He made it a year. I guess uh, he got uh, (laughs) um, diagnosed in February of last year. Yes. And he was um, gone because he he disappeared for a minute and he was like, well, it's because I'm doing the first parts of chemo and whatnot. Yeah. um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to make any judgments. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say, you know, it's a. Thoughts and yeah, prayers I, with everyone's families, you know. Yeah, uh, it's you Extra, know, it, I mean, and with, with anyone, whether you like them, agree or disagree with them or whatnot, um, it still sinks. I mean, cancer is cancer. So, well, and still, what people, so people that hate him for obvious reasons, I can understand why people hate him. Um, he actually did a lot for the radio industry. You got to think, you know, oh, yeah, out, yep. outside of what his beliefs were. There's a lot of people today who probably are completely opposite of him who took what he did and mimicked it and, you know, oh, they have the platform that they have. Yeah. And I have heard people say that uh, I think some aside from the celebrities that, you know, that hate him for, like I said, for obvious reasons, um, there's some people that have thanked him for what he did in the industry. I've seen personal friends who, uh, who are in the industry who have thanked him for what he did for the industry. So um yeah uh so thoughts and prayers with all of them uh but now we're going to go into the regular part of the show where we talk about everything uh the biggest news this isn't really big news for me 
Um, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine is going to end with a delayed and shortened eighth season. Um, the main reason why I think this is happening is because I guarantee those people in that show have other things they have to do. So they, they don't want to be drawing out a season like filming into, you know, right when the show ends because people don't know that. So a lot of shows, they start filming usually like August to September. They'll start filming then when the show debuts into September. So they will be like three or four episodes ahead. And that way it takes them to the winter break. They come back from that winter break. They're still ahead three or four episodes. There are some shows that can actually film like two episodes ahead. So what they'll do is when it gets close to the end, they'll start filming. Well, they're not going to do that. They're just going to film what they got and call it. A, 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 that'd be basically it now. So they got two seasons on, on NBC then, right? Or no, ABC. Is it NBC? I I don't know. Now, was it supposed to end with eight seasons? Or was it just with everything going on, they decided just to end it? I think they just decided to end it. because decided it, to end well, it. Well, no, because it was canceled. That's right. And then it got brought back. I'm pretty sure it was an NBC. Network. Yeah, it's, it's NBC. Because Michael Schur is one of the creators. And Michael Schur has a deal with NBC. So seasons one to five were on Fox and season six to eight are on NBC. And um, Michael Schur, I mean, I remember one of the guys that was like in charge said, like, I loved it, but we didn't have a spot for it. And then after we watched the first season, we were like, man, we should have really kept that show because it feels like a show that belongs on our network kind of thing. So, Yeah. Um, I don't think it was supposed to. I think they were already on borrowed time. A lot of people are mad at uh, higher ups or mad at Terry Crews for being courageous and speaking out about being assaulted, basically sexually by an executive. And then them saying, well, we'll give you a role in another movie if you just be hush hush about it. So exactly. So there's already some stuff set up against them, but um, I'm glad they at least get get to end it. Um, and a lot of the people like Chelsea Peretti, who plays, I can't remember who she plays in there. She's the secretary on the show, but she has a big, a Gina, she plays Gina. And um, she's actually married to uh, Jordan Beale. So they're married and she's a f- hilarious comedian that I knew before this. And I, that's actually why I started watching the show was because of her. I'm okay with Andy Samberg, but you know, it is what it is. Um, and it's, it's a fun show. I really like it. I like the characters on it, but it's not one of those ones for me personally that I'm going to watch every single week. You know, I, I feel like ever since the office and parks of rec went off the air, I'm just not into these comedic half hour shows as much anymore. Whereas like, um, Zoe's extraordinary playlist, which is a newer one that, um, for those that don't know, it's on its second season. Um, and it starts, stars Jane Levy, uh, who plays a, girl who uh i think she, i can't remember i think she fell and hit her head and so now she has a condition where she can see well it's not really a condition the gimmick of the show is whenever someone's feeling something it shows up in song to her so basically they sing a whole song and dance to her and no one else can see only she can so she can tell how people are feeling well that one is a very serious drama um but it has a comedic aspect to it and it has a lot of funny stuff in it, but it's a dramedy basically. So aside from those dramedies, I don't even know, like a uh, superstore will watch whenever we don't have anything to watch. We're still so far behind, you know, you know, it is what it is. So I feel like these half hour comedies haven't just 
they haven't been doing well. They're just going to the wayside. Yeah, and I think the better, like you said, the better ones that I've found have been the ones on like Netflix or something like that made for Netflix, not necessarily for, um, you know, the the networks, uh, because I think you could do a lot more and have more freedom on it. Um, Obviously, that's why they're on it then um, on the networks. But the other thing that stinks is, is a lot of those shows that the office and whatnot uh i mean it was great for the time it was in but you can never do that in this day and age which i think really hinders a lot of them from kind of being like like those shows you know the offices and and whatnot um because you gotta you could put out the greatest pilot episode ever and they're just going to take it apart it's like uh that would work but you're not on netflix you're not on hbo max you're on ABC and uh, we're owned by Disney or whatever. And we got to trim this out, this, 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 because it doesn't go against, you know, against our standards. So, but I, I do agree with you where there isn't as much, um, at least in my point of view. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. And just to speak for that, 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 we'll skip to the very last one of that section because it is the same thing. There's two. So, so mom was canceled after eight seasons, both eight seasons. And so mom was canceled, but um, was Anna Ferris even in season eight? I don't even know if she's in season eight. Cause I know she's leaving. I um, didn't even know she was even in. I have never even watched mom. So it, it had, it, it, mine. you know what it had? It's uh, it had hit its positive positives. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just one of those shows where it's just kind of the plot going over and over and over again. Let's see. Let's see when well, it's and with that, you can only do it for so long before viewership starts dropping. And it's like, all right, you know what? After season X, it's right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. The gimmick has run out. So yeah, she's not even in season eight. So she's only in seasons one to seven. So, it, oh, you wow. know, it it was going it was going to it was going to happen. So you know, I'm not shocked by it, but it's another one and one that just came in that my mom my mom hates this show so much. But oh. NCIS New Orleans is going to be ending. So poor oh, Scott Bakula really? is not going to have a job again. Maybe <laughs> ooh, what if we got a Quantum Leap reboot? That would be amazing. There you go. Ooh, that would be so awesome. But um, it, they're ending it. My mom hates it because she doesn't like the fact there's a girl from New York that's in New Orleans that has like this thick New York accent. But I really liked her when she was on NCI, not NCI, CSI in New York. So I was kind of like, oh, you know what? Well, I'm you just okay. got to tell your mom she transferred there from New York. That's why she has the accent. Yeah, because... my mom doesn't like that excuse. So, and I think. <laughs> I also think she's mad because she replaced one of the characters that she liked. So, but oh, there yeah, are a lot of even like so so for moms or more mom, you know, it basically is a 30 minute that's going bye-bye and I don't see anybody really popping up with anything new that's 30 minutes. I don't see anything on the horizon. And nope. um there is one oh this uh there's a new one with Kira Sedwick, I think it is. I forgot about that one. Um, I'll look it up real quick. I think it's with Kira Sedwick because is, it a, is it, it a Netflix or is it on network? No, it's on net, network. 
uh, I don't even know how to spell her name. I had to look up the. I need to look up the wife of, what's his face. <laughs> no, it's Kira Sedgwick. I can't even pronounce it right. Um, the close. So I remember her from the closer, but she's also that's uh, what's his face, his wife, Kevin Bacon's wife. But she's in a show called Call Your Mother, and I we haven't watched it yet. I was gonna watch it, and the premise of it is is. She moves out. She's single, I believe. Okay, yeah. An an empty nester mom who wonders how she ended up alone with her while her children lived their best lives thousands of miles away, and they're living in L.A. So um, I actually, and you know what's funny is, so I will, I, I stand corrected. There is one show that I watched on accident at my in-law's house, The uh, Neighbors, the one that has Cedric the Entertainer and... Um, oh, yeah. The guy that plays uh, Schmidt from New Girl. And that one, I think, is really funny. I really, really like that one. So I stand corrected. I have one. But, well, one's better you know, than none, I guess. There's another, another hit for shows. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine, gone. Mom, gone. NCIS, New Orleans, gone. There's right. a few other ones that are gone, but they're they're not really notable because... Uh, what I've noticed now since being in quarantine, since the quarantine times, there's a lot more like entertainment related articles about shows being canceled. Uh, yeah. Half of them I haven't even watched. And the other half, um, let's just say uh, no offense, but uh, I'm not interested in watching that show. And a lot of them, they end up for one season. So it's kind of like, well, you know, it is what it is. I, I, uh, uh, okay, I go. You, you yeah, season, it's it's all good. So, <laughs> and uh, I think yeah, you know, with the with the COVID and pandemic and everything, it's a per. I mean, it would be a perfect time for them. To be like, you know what? We can't do it due to this. And kind of, if you were maybe on the chopping block or teetering, you know, now it's that the the axe came down. It's like you know what? It, ex- exactly. Let's do it. Cut it, and you know, go our separate ways. Yep. Yep. So but if you want if you want to keep on the uh, on the loss uh <laughs> everything losing go to the next next one next one down the fake the fake one no independent film company Oh you must have recently added that Hold on no, I didn't Un- underneath fake famous Oh <laughs> Okay well okay Unless, so, unless you want to we, dedicate more time, no, more time to it, but no, we so real quick. So Gina Carano, uh, we reported technically. So here's the thing that actually didn't make me mad. Um, she did not get fired. She was not under contract with Disney, so technically they couldn't fire her. They just they weren't going to rehire her, and I, which is fine by me. It's it's fine by me. Whatever your political stance is, it doesn't bother me at all. She made a decision. California is an at-will employer, first of all. Secondly, you know, if you really cherish your job, I get people say, hey, do you know what's funny is, is like my favorite people that I've ever seen talk like on TV, like actors and actresses, stuff like that, they'll be like, uh, they'll they'll flat out say, well, look, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I don't really talk about my personal life. That's why I like, was it Matt Bomber? I think that's his name. Uh, oh, crap. I think it's Matt Bomber. He was in the show, 
uh, blue collar. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, he's the, uh, he's, what do they call him? Oh, man. Oh, it's not blue collar. It's white collar. White collar. Um, yeah, Matt Bomber. So he came out as gay after everything finished. And it wasn't even really like he came out. It was like, well, that's just basically what's going to happen because of what he does. You know, he was tired of people asking him questions and saying stuff. And it just kind of happened. And what I loved about it, though, was the fact that, like, he didn't come out and be like, oh, you know, this is me. You know, stuff like that. He didn't do any of that. He goes, you know what I mean? He, it was just, it, it's hard to explain. Like, he wasn't out there just, you know. Yeah, and he, wasn't, I, look, he wasn't flaunting it out there he or wasn't, putting well, it out. Or... It, wasn't even, it wasn't even just that. It was more of, for me personally, I'm like, if you want to be all about it, you're going to have to reap the consequences. And uh, so, you know, you you, you got to be prepared for that. And that was the problem was, I feel like she thought she was prepared and, you know, I don't know what kind of money she has saved up from uh, fighting or whatnot, but I, I mean, and the, I, I mean, how she said it and her choice of wording was not the uh, probably not the best to use. You could have used something else. Um, I mean, in, I'm okay. In, I'm actually okay with what I'm a fine. I, I'm I'm not okay with what she said. I get what she was trying to say. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, and I feel like she probably made a mistake the way she said it. Yes. Um. Yep. So. Which I mean, you get a lot of people that, um, you know, hey, I get the gist you were trying to say, but. Right. The how not necessarily how you said it, but the wording you chose to use to say it, um, yeah, probably wasn't the greatest. It wasn't uh, the greatest, and um, and, and, and like, makes she's, she's look... dealing with it now. She is dealing with yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, but she, I, I don't even know. Like this, legitimately, is probably the worst, the worst decision she could have made. Yeah. Um, Tim. I don't know if Tim does know who this guy is, but it was Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire. She yep. signed a movie movie deal. I don't I don't know where the movie's gonna be at. I don't know. Well, I know it's not gonna be in California because Ben Shapiro said see you later to that uh, this year. Yeah, and that's fine. I don't mind. No, ex- yeah, exactly. No. I didn't know that's um, who it it was or who she signed on with. Yeah, it was Daily Wire is what she signed on. So. You know, she got fired by her agency. Well, not she got fired by her agency. She's not returning yeah. as Cara Dune. Um, and the I think the biggest problem is is if I say something and someone paraphrases what I say in a way that makes me look horrible, that's on me. You know, if they take something out of context, that's different. But that's not what they were doing. They were taking what she said, paraphrasing it. And they paraphrased it in a way that made it look worse. I get that. And that's the consequence that you have to deal with. Just plain and simple. So um, we'll go on to more positive stuff. Tim, how was Fake Famous? How did it finish? How did you like it? It it actually was really good. 
it really brought to light a lot of um you know different ways on how you can become you know social media instagram famous mm-hmm. um and basically pay for your likes um and so in you know i kind of stopped right when they were starting to get into buying the bots and um, the likes and the comments, everything like that. Uh, and there was three of them in it. It was in LA. Uh, and it's, I don't want to ruin the inning because all three of them went in a different way um, towards once it got towards the end and they um, got their quote unquote status or fame up to it, which is funny because one of them, uh, just the way that it went, it's like, home wait, but you signed up for this. You knew exactly what was going on, but now you're like, well, uh, I, I want to do it my way. It's like, but the whole point of this, it, it was like, I leaned over the wife. I'm like, then why'd you even sign up for this? This yeah. is what you wanted. Um, at, and then it ended with, uh, because it was shot in 2019 to to 2020 i think june to july or something like that a year and so um june 2019 july 2020 or yeah whatever uh and so then covid hits and uh, you know and especially in the beginning of it the whole world goes on lockdown yeah and it shows what you know the influencers were still doing and you know, one of them was like, oh, my gosh, you know, this completely opened, opened my eyes. And I thought I wanted to to be this, but not really. Uh, and just I, I mean, I mean, if you watch legitimate like. Like real people in like. It's if you watch real people that are like social media famous. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't realize all the work that goes into what they do. And what's funny is, is like David Dobrik is someone who I follow who is a DACA, DACA recipient. He's not, he's not an American citizen. Um, he is a DACA recipient. He's here legally, but he's just not an uh, actual um, naturalized American citizen came over when he was really little, but they make a joke. Like he hasn't filmed a vlog in almost a year. Cause he stopped right before the pandemic shut everything down and so he's doing a new thing. Like it took him a year to do it, but he bought a bigger house. I guess they've been building on it for six months and they're going to start doing their podcast as like their videos for the thing. And they do interactions. They still give away cars, do all that kind of stuff. But one of the guys, Vlad, I said, uh, uh, Jason Nash, who's also a comedian. He's like, he goes, uh, <laughs> he, he goes, just imagine how look how big this house is. Just imagine if you kept making videos and they don't tell you like, okay, in order to get footage for what he does, that style of stuff, like I make TikToks every single day for two accounts. It takes me two seconds, but there's a point where I'm like, I'm running out of videos of Pokemon cards. What am I supposed to do? So I had to sit down and it could take me two hours just to film a week's worth of videos that go on TikTok. Those are minute-long videos. Now imagine you're a YouTuber who puts up two to three videos a week. That means that you're probably filming. You have to film your your life twenty four seven. You know and that's why a lot of these guys create things that happen for them or have parties or have events. 
because there's just so much going on. Exactly. Or you see them, they have, um, you know, maybe two different houses or a house and, you know, their their main house and a smaller house or pool house or something out back. And one is the one that they they just go and film in. They'll go and spend three days there. And the other one is, OK, hey, maybe I have a family or just, uh, you know, downtime on another one. Or they'll go rent uh, an apartment for a month or you know airbnb or 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 whatnot yeah and just film it all and that's what on this one they said too uh you know you don't realize how much work does go into it if you want to maintain that status because i mean think about it like you said if you're not big already or you're kind of on that borderline but you want to keep getting you know, free things are going on maybe, you know, one trip every couple of years or a trip every year, um, depending on your status. Uh, you got to keep pumping out the content because as soon as you slow down, it's like, well, what's what's going on? Why aren't you yep. doing it? Yep. What, what, what it is. Or like, it makes you less relevant. It, it, ex- exactly. And they go on. Oh, she was cool. But now, oh, this person caught posted today. You didn't post today. I'm going to go and. uh and start following her because, you know, she's doing it more, more so on it. But it's interesting on, uh, you know, back to it on, on how it how it ends um, with the three people that were in it and with it ending um, on COVID and kind of what a global pandemic and seeing how these influencers basically still lived the life before the pandemic you know it's like you got these whole countries that are shut down but yet you still had some of these influencers that are still taking the pictures out on the beach when the beach is shut down yeah going on these trips and posting that's like um you know you're yeah yeah so that it was interesting but it was it was really good um i think it was either an hour and a half or two hours uh, definitely suggest watching it, especially to see how they got their status up to where it was. And it tells you exactly what to do, what website to go. It shows the guy entering his credit card in there or using his credit card um, to buy him and says, okay, well, here, here you go. Or the one uh, they say, okay, I'm about ready to post. And the guy goes, okay, well, I got to buy, you know, uh, 3000 likes on it. So the kid posts and then, you know, five minutes he goes in and does the likes and they start rolling in. So it's, it's really good and yeah. and, re- and relevant as well. Especially right now when you need to, uh, you need to have things to do. So a lot of them are doing that. Um, and then you said, yep. it says you watched um, Night yeah. Stalker on Netflix. Yes. I suggest and obviously night stalker we know what happened and how that went um with it um you know richard rodriguez and whatnot uh, no not richard rodriguez um ramirez richard ramirez um and the night stalker and terrorizing mm-hmm. you know la and whatnot and this all happened well you were i don't know a couple months old but i mean it was the year that i was born and started like the month or a month before I was born. So, I mean, this was all going on as my parents are welcoming in their first kid into the world. Right. Uh, In California, in the central Valley. And this is going on, you know, six hours 
away. And actually, yep. there was some that was in San Francisco as well. But it's a, uh, I think it's a five-part series. They're about 40 minutes each. And it goes through, you know, starts, you know, first one starts right after, like, the Hillside Strangler down in L.A. And then ends with them getting caught. And obviously, I don't remember it because I was two months old. No, let's see, I was three months old when he got caught or, you know less than a year old when he got caught. Um, but, you know, with being from California and the Night Stalker and everyone knows the night, I mean, it was um, national news. But it's cool just kind of going back and seeing it. The two head detectives that were in the case, they talked with them um, and some of the, the victims that survived and family members of ones that um lost loved ones but it's it's it, it it was really good um on it so now the next one that i'm gonna watch is um the cecil hotel and the gal that oh yes 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 yep. that so one uh, you know what i've seen i've seen and heard so many podcasts and shows on it i don't know if i would be able to actually get into it but it seems yeah. tempting to to watch it again. I I would possibly do it. Yeah, yeah. So and the Night Stalker one just kind of popped up. I think I saw a Facebook ad or something on it. I'm like, oh, yes. that looks cool. There and was I thought a it bunch was... of Facebook ads about it. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was just one that had been out for a while. I was like, no, it. I, if I believe right, it either came out the end of last year or beginning of this year, and it's definitely, especially if you're from, uh, California um make it relevant um but yeah no it was it was really good they did it really well um i i i you know i enjoyed it so and it seems like there's a lot more kind of coming out um like those documentaries of something that's happened whether it's and it could just be hey we're you know you can't release this for 35 years or this interview you gotta, you gotta wait for 20 years on it and now those are uh, you know, gag orders or whatever you want to call them are lifted. So now they could use those and maybe whoever did it is long gone. Um, yeah. So they could, so they could start using that and, you know, never before heard interviews because so he couldn't be heard because he did it once he answered all the questions and then they got locked up. So, but anyhow, definitely worth a watch. Well, I'll to have the, to take a look at that. Um, the next thing we have on our agenda is so Disney Plus hit 95 million subscribers globally. Um, there's basically, I want to say, the anticipation is something crazy. Like their original like target date of like 2023, they're saying this, it's supposed to get up to like 300 something million people will have Disney Plus by that time now because of what's going on with everyone else signing up so fast and so quickly because of COVID. Right. Yeah. I was, I'm sure they big spike in numbers once COVID happened. Yeah. So that one was a quick one because I'm just like, whatever about that one. Um, and then Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer dropped ahead of schedule. And I think the reason why it dropped was because... Uh, the rumors, everyone kept asking about 
the scene with Jared Leto without any uh, tattoos on his face. And so he had to explain a bunch of stuff. And because of him explaining things, well, if you want to know what he, why he explained whatever's happening, you can go find it yourself. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but that's why it dropped early. Um, people are kind of excited. People are not excited. It's kind of a toss. So um, I know I'm going to watch it the day it drops. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, basically a little bit darker a little grittier um but warner brothers has already said uh that they do not want Zack snyder doing the justice league sequel so it was kind of like well i mean what was the point of that (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) and what's what's that what's that gonna drop on uh, hbo max hbo max okay i couldn't remember Yep. yep it's gonna drop on hbo max and um basically we're gonna see what happens because i don't know man uh, i'm excited for it but if it flops again i mean this could ruin Zack snyder because he spent like 50 million dollars redoing a bunch of stuff and doing another shot so right we'll see what happens um then we got um marvel announced uh a new series for disney plus called a marvel assembled and basically, it's like the thing for the Mandalorian. They're doing behind-the-scenes stuff of making of different stuff. And I just saw a thing on the internet saying, we will have a new episode of something Marvel for the rest of the year, every single week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, a series or, like, you know, right now you got WandaVision or something like this assembled. There'll be something new. Every we're going to have WandaVision. We're going to have assembled. We're going to have uh, well, supposedly have Loki at the end of the Loki, year. You yeah. have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah. And then I want to say there's a couple animated things that are going to be popping in between. I think What If comes out this year, too. So, you know, which What If I'm stoked for. Because What If basically is one of them was... Uh, Instead of Peter Quill getting picked up by Yondu, T'Challa gets picked up by Yondu. It's things like that, like kind of mix matching the different characters for different roles. So, um, yeah. So we're going to see what that's all about. Uh, The next one, I want everyone to watch it. Uh, This Cruella trailer, I I kept thinking this was going to be fake because of seeing like the pictures. They looked like really edited, which they might have been edited, but... It's uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name now. I forgot her name. Um, Emily Adams. No, no, not even close. Emily Adams. There isn't even a person named Emily Adams. Yeah, leave me alone. You're missing Amy. You're mixing up Amy Adams and Emily Blunt or something. Yeah, she was an easy A. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. There you go. Emily uh, Emma. I was like. Wow, the man, this is really this is really something different, and the trailer is phenomenal. Um, I mean, obviously, you're not supposed to like Cruella Deville, but if you feel like I don't know, like the trailer, you have to watch it. It's so hard to explain because you get kind of her origin a little bit in this beginning part. She makes a grand entrance. It's very Devil Wears Prada feeling to it, but yeah. it's Disney, so you know they're gonna do just as well with it. So I am excited for it. I like the trailer. Um, and I'm going to ignore all of the negative comments about it. Well, you're going to get the negative comments no matter what, because I think everyone wants, when they think of Cruella, they want a 101 Dalmatians movie. 
but this is not that. It's going to be, I mean, come on, the title is called Cruella. You know, how, uh, you know, you can't say, oh, I don't like it because it's about Cruella DeVille. It's like, well, yeah, the title tells you that's what it is. You watch the trailer, that's what it's going to be about. So it's yep. not going to be happy-go-lucky 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, there is going to be Dalmatians in it because you see that in the trailer. And obviously there would be. It wouldn't be a Cruella um, movie without it. But like I said, it, it's cool to get the, the origin or um, you know background of Cruella. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... I am... I... I'm I'm surprisingly excited for a movie I didn't even know was going to happen, but uh, let us know. Uh, like I said before, l i n k t r dot e e slash fomocast gaming, and let us know on one of those how you feel about that Cruella trailer. Um, now the next one just came out today that, that Netflix announced they're going to do a live action Wednesday Adams TV series from Tim Burton. I mean. I am stoked about this. Um, I was shocked by it because like Wednesday Adams, you know, is either, you know, I have a shirt of Wednesday Adams. It says on Wednesday, we wear black and it's, it's one of my favorite shirts. And I was just kind of like, I don't know. Um, it's just kind of a shocker. Cause we had, I know they were talking about an Adams family, show but i didn't know it wasn't a focus on wednesday adam so i'm excited for it we're gonna see where it goes and netflix hasn't really done me wrong yet on this kind of show you know i'm hoping it'll be some sort of sabrina uh the the, was a chilling the chilling adventures of sabrina something similar to that kind of dark but kind of funny kind of thing yeah it'll be uh and i'm kind of just scrolling through an article right now to see if it says who is, did it say who's going to play? No, um, I think it's just in development. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's all what I, what I'm seeing. And then it mentions, you know, Christina Ricci played it. And then, um, the one gal that voiced it on the animated one. So, um, no, I'll be interesting to see, especially with Tim Burton. I mean, you know what style it's going to be in and he's perfect for the, uh, this type of show or series. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see where it goes from that. Um, the next one had me super excited because like, uh, that's what I, everyone wants. Everyone wants to have all the shows available so they can watch it immediately. And then people get mad. Well, now I don't have any more show to watch. That's on you, my friend. Because you decided to binge it when you shouldn't have binged it. Well, I did that with Umbrella Academy. I binged it, and yeah, uh, it was not good because now I didn't have anything. Well, uh, Elliot Page, um, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Ellen Page came out as transgender and is he now. Uh, Elliot, so we will refer uh, to him as Elliot from now on. Uh, released teasers of the chairs stating season three and there are some set photos from season three and i am surprisingly shocked that season three is already coming out that fast and they did leave it on a very 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 big cliffhanger when did when did season two drop last year last year 
2020. Yeah, I, I want to say it dropped like in um, the middle the middle of the year. I want to say like it was. Let's see. I have the episode season two. Yeah, it dropped in July of 2020. Okay, so I want to say that was like that was like the most anticipated because they started dropping the little teasers and everything right when the pandemic hit. So everyone was like, "Oh, we got something to look forward to. We got something to look forward to." Because like it was one of the like the last shows that they they made. So yeah. Uh, Did so, it say when season three will come out or just that they're filming it? Uh, it says it just said they're filming it, and yeah, no no release yet on it. They do say it's going to be ten episodes. So. Um, Fingers crossed. I mean, there's no articles or anything I see yet. Let's see. Uh, no, nothing yet. I mean, if they're filming, it's not going to be that that far from now. No, it probably won't be July, but I could probably see the going more towards. I have a feeling they're going to be because they're filming Stranger Things season four as well right now. So I have a feeling there might be kind of like a Netflix is kind of banking stuff right now because they're going to have release of release of the release. Yeah. So, We'll see what happens. Um, now for the news that there's two things back to back that Tim and I have been waiting for. I'm excited for one of them a lot, but two of them, two of the things I'm really excited for. The first one is the the rumor going on now, which from the website I looked at it, it's pretty spot on. It's they're usually 100 percent right. Call of Duty for 2021 is reportedly going to be set in World War II. Now. I know what you're thinking. Well, haven't they done World War II before? It's been a while. It was World at War. And I think World at War was the first one that Tim and I played online, I think. Um, oh, no, they just did that one. They just did World War II not that long ago. Uh, well, I mean, that's the thing with Call of Duty. They just drop them, drop them, drop them. Um World War II, that one we played. Remember, you go to the shooting range together. They had the little hub yes. you could run around. That was World War Two. Yes. So I'm trying to that think. Was. That was World War Two. World at War is was World War Two. Uh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. 2008 was that one. Yep. And then the last one was two years, three years ago. I want to say. I completely forgot about that one, Tim. I think yeah. it's still on my PlayStation. Well, and and with them because you got all the, you know, you got modern warfare, you got advanced warfare, um, modern Black warfare Ops Two. Yeah. Point. There's one that was called Call of Duty World War Two in 2017. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's the one where we would go to the shooting range together, and you could compete. Remember? Yep. Yep. Now that. Wow. Yep. Yeah, no, that's so I'll tell you right now. Third one. So the main series, so it started with Call of Duty on the PC, which I played because I had I'd get them on there because I was playing um I was also playing Grand Theft Auto. So you had Call of Duty. This is crazy. It was on the PS3. 2003 was the first one. 2005 was Call of Duty 2. 2006 is Call of Duty 3. 
So literally, let me see. So five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> yep. Every 16, year. 16, Seventeen. Every year. Since 05. Since 05. So, and let's see how many times I repeated those. So Call of Duty 2, Call of Duty 3. Then it went Modern Warfare, World at War, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 2, <laughs> Ghosts, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, Modern Warfare Remastered came out the same year. It came on, actually, my, that's right. It came on the Infinite War 1. Wow. It came together. Yeah, yep. And then you had World War II, Black Ops 4, and then Modern Warfare. And then it doesn't even have uh, the one that came out. Uh, Warzone and Black Ops. 2020 World was War. Warzone, yeah. Uh, campaign remastered. That's why they did the remastered campaign for that one, too. Uh, let's yeah. see. So, And then that's crazy. So titles in the Call of Duty series. That doesn't make any sense. It's all the sa- It's all the same ones. Oh, it's the same ones, but they didn't include they didn't include the, the mobile. remastered ones. Yeah, and the yeah. remastered ones. Okay, so you know, I mean, I guess it's about time they went back. It's only been three years, four years. So, uh, yeah, and you got to think they remastered Modern Warfare. So maybe they're going to go back to the World at War. I mean, I remember World at War was so much fun because it was so dark and gritty, and like you felt like. It felt super realistic, obviously, for the times. Um, but I don't know, because, like, so World at War, I don't know. That was my, it was my favorite for the longest time. Yeah, it's what it is, World War Two, And I believe, uh, yeah, that's right, it was the first one to feature zombies mode. Oh. Uh... So that, I remember that's why there was the that big was... thing that everyone played. <laughs> yep, yeah. that was a big one. Okay. Yep, I remember that one that one now that was really... the one where you had boxes that would spawn weapons yeah and basically you spent the whole time running back and forth and building the building to get, trying yep. to get the weapons yeah so yep, no, exactly it makes sense it makes sense um so i'm excited for that because the reveals because everyone's like they always make fun of people like oh look it's the same game it's just different they do make different graphics and stuff but i know they repeat stuff that's why i usually only buy the game every other year i didn't buy black ops you know if i ever do i'm gonna have so much stuff for it because i'm i got all the achievements from warzone but you know it is what it is yeah you mean cold war you didn't buy cold war Cold War, sorry. Yes, correct. Yeah. Cold War. Um, yep. Now, the other thing we mentioned early on, um, Nintendo announced they had, I can't remember what it was called, they had a name for today. But my main things that I got out of it was they have a Star Wars Hunters game, which they didn't elaborate on. They said it's like a group playing game. Don't, I'm not sure about that. But what I'm stoked for is Mario Golf Super Rush. Now, Mario Golf Super Rush, I didn't even go into it that far. I watched some of the gameplay. It looks fun. It reminds me of basically like all those mobile games you see that are golf. And what I really liked about it was that they have a speed round, so you can hurry up and play. So you're not sitting there, so you can actually go quicker on it. Same way, I think it's like avoiding the cutscenes and stuff like that. I will say about the Star Wars Hunters, I believe it's free to play. So there is going to be microtransactions probably on that, which a lot of Star, a lot of the, the Switch games don't have that. So that's kind of a different thing to see. So 
we're going to see what goes now, but I'm excited. I'm probably going to get Mario Golf. Haven't played my Switch in a while. I have Just Dance in the uh, drawer in the house so the wife can play it. Maybe I'll set it up for her for her birthday or something. I don't know. <laughs> Did um, you see the, the, the poster or whatnot for the Mario Golf um, or the cover of the game? No. Did you see it? Dude, Mario looks buff. He's like yeah. Bryson DeChambeau or like Brooks Kepka on there. They put him... He's got some definition in there. It's not like the old school Mario. I mean, he's he's smashing. He, is, the he, ball. Is, he doesn't have a beer belly anymore. No, 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 no. This is definitely like I said. I mean, Bryson DeChambeau esque on there. So I Whoa. saw that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is not Mario. That who the heck is this guy? He's been drinking, you know, creatine <laughs> and protein <laughs> shakes here. Yeah. Uh. Well. Hey. Um. The last thing we have in our regular pile, um, this one gave me, I was a little bit chill, a little bit of chills. Um, they released the, tri- the, the, the posters for the Mortal, the Mortal Kombat characters and Scorpion is my favorite character. Whenever I heard that on the game in the arcade or the bowling alley, get over here. Yep. It, it, it was my, I literally would look up how do I do this? I want to get the do the go over here thing. I want to do the go over here thing. I don't <laughs> yep. care if I win. I'll waste the quarters to hear the go over here. So right. um they released they released them and I'm not gonna lie, it it looks so cool. It it does. I wasn't I wasn't stoked for it. I was kind of like, well, you know, you know, it's gonna be it's going to be one of those things where you're just kind of like, whatever. It's just another, it's just another Mortal Kombat, but this one looks, it looks really good. I'm stoked for it. Yeah, no, it looks really good. And I like the old, uh, or the last, uh, movie that they did. And like I said, I think when they did the, the teaser trailer on it in sub zero, just, and it was like a one second shot in the trailer, two second shot. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that looks awesome. Um, and then on the movie poster, it looks like I said, Scorpion looked good. Sub Zero looked awesome. Um, of course, Raiden looks legit. So it'll be uh, ho- hopefully the movie movie does the movie ju- movie posters justice. Yeah. So let's hope they keep with the fanciness and how authentic yes. everything looks because. You like Tim said, you know how they do. They 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 go from being all fancy to looking all janky and not what it was supposed to be. So yep. you, you kinda you hope they don't kind of do you dirty, but let's see what happens. Um now we're going to the Disney pile. And if you have any suggestions for the regular pile, if you want to share anything, if you share something to the page, Tim writes it down now. So, Jeremy, anyone listening, you put it on the page, you share it on the group page, we're going to put it down in our stuff. So, do that. Go to linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcastGaming, and let's have some fun. Um, but this one, I don't even know. I don't even know about the first one. So, the what was what was the quarter one earnings for Disney? Well, Disney, how bad was it? Quarter one earnings. Um, so, of course, this is everything Disney Parks experiences and products. Right. Um, was approximately $2.6 billion. Uh, the revenue uh, at that segment fell 53% to $3.58 billion. So, you know, it is definitely still down. 
Um, but I mean, revenue was uh, it said sixteen point two five billion versus fifteen point nine, um, which they expected. So that's up, um, and their stock was up one and a half percent as a result of that. So and like you said before, the star performer was Disney Plus, which now has um, is scratching at almost a hundred million paid subscribers worldwide. That's freaking. That's so, crazy. That's insane. That Right. Yeah, exactly. And I can't I have to go back and find an article when they did it the last time. And I think they said, oh, we're like at 65 million. And then, you know, their projections for the next couple years and see now that we know, OK, uh, they got 95 million in the first quarter of 2021 where that would fall out on their projections back then. Obviously, that yeah. would have been pre-COVID. So, yeah. So, I mean. Uh, I mean, obviously they're setting the bar straight. They're they're cutting, trimming the fat that we've mentioned. You know, cuts to different things, so it yep. makes sense. Um, next, so the White House is considering a travel ban to Florida due to an increase in UK COVID strain. The, yep. the this is why I think this is a, it's a garbage thing. Is um, Florida and California are complete opposite ends of the spectrum, and they have the same the exact same infection rates, deaths, everything. Everything's the same. Um, you know, uh, I know someone in Florida, Connor from ConCon's Cantina, who Tim made a joke when we played with him the other day, saying, "I always think your last name is ConCon's Cantina," um, but uh, he said it's like nothing's different there, so it just makes sense. Look, you know, yeah, they're but... they're wide open, so well, I, I think it's just they're they're they're. I do get the the worry about the UK UK COVID strain. But people have already said this strain is, while it's more contagious, it's a lot easier to treat and it's a lot easier to deal with because it doesn't have as high of the side effects or symptoms, as we would call them, um, as uh, other the, the regular version. Yeah, no, exactly. And the, th- and the thing is, is obviously this is all, you know, consideration, rumors or whatnot. I mean, it's not saying that it it is going to happen. Plus that would be a, I mean, it's one thing if you're international travelers coming in, cause you're going to have to go through um, customs already. Um, but you know, for this, if I'm traveling from California over to Florida, it's going to be, you know, how, how can you really check that? Plus, you know, I was thinking about it, even if they do do that, put it in there. Okay. What's the closest airport to the border in Cal in Florida? Then I'm going to drive across the state line to another airport uh, and then catch a flight there. Right. Okay, well, and fly, you know, interstate uh, to Orlando and do it from there. So I don't know. It'll, <laughs> and I think it's just one of those things, you know, White House has changed, you know, have a new president and everything. And, uh, you know, his big thing was, or his um, cabinet's big thing was, is, you know, the, coronavirus and whatnot which it you know should be but even more so than um you know gotta like anything especially with change in in the white house um and from one party to the other you know they want to make them themselves look better than the outgoing party so uh, yeah yeah 100 you know they want to say hey look we're you know this one did didn't do that much or now hey we're going to put a ban to it. We're going to put a stop to it and get you back to normal. And this is what we're going to do. So who knows if it's going to happen? I really hope it doesn't because hopefully I'd be going there in end of June. Um, But 
if this ban takes place or if it does, hopefully it's over by then. Or if it doesn't, get smuggled in. It, it doesn't happen uh, while, well, I guess, while I'm there, it wouldn't matter because I'll be leaving there. But who knows if, you know, leaving there, they will, you know, figure something out. So fingers crossed. Right. Um, so this one's kind of, it, it is what it is. So the 5G towers are going up around Grand Floridian. Um, I'm going to tell you right now where we live at, there's a town called Sonora, very small town up in the hills. They got 5G in their area before we got it around here. So it is what really? it is. Just, it, oh yeah. I went wow. up the hill one day and they had 5G on my phone and I was like, wait, what? Even Jamestown had it before our area did. And they're in the mountains. Yeah. So you know yeah so it looks like so pretty soon here because you're seeing the towers pop up everywhere so i mean the they whole probably need that so, coverage for the new fast pass systems are probably waiting to implement and things like yeah. that reservation systems because they're going to need a lot more power for the phones because as yep. tim can attest once you get everyone on your phones at once in one area it's going to shut everything down and yep. i know someone who was just at disney world went to get fast passes for rise of the resistance and they were gone in three seconds. So yep. you need a little bit more power. Um, Tim stayed at the Dolphin and Swan, correct? When you went for your honeymoon? Yes, sir. So they're opening a new tower this summer called Dolphin and Swan Reserve. So it's a third tower or four towers total? It will be a third tower. And this will be the the high flutin tower. Um, okay. It's from everything that I got. And so <laughs> the Dolphin and Swan it's inside the resort bubble, but it is not connect. It is not a resort. Direct resort. Yeah. Direct resort. Yep. It, it, which is weird. Um, and it's within walking distance of the International Gateway at Epcot. I mean, we walked there from our hotel. Um, and it's not as close as where I stayed at the yacht club. Where the yacht club, I could actually sit on my porch and watch the fireworks from Epcot, which that was amazing. <laughs> that well, was amazing. I, uh, to tell you. Yeah. No. I could, but this other tower was in the way. So I got to see the out <laughs> outline <laughs> of it. Uh, but the other thing is like what you were saying, um, you know, say at the Yacht Club, because everything's right there on the lake and they all share the same water tactic because it just makes a big U or a big circle um, on it. But with this one is with it not being um, connected to Disney World is the pricing is it, it's still high. But it's not as high as any Correct. of the resorts there. Which uh, the reason why we did pick to stay in resort when we went was they were offering at the time two free nights when you booked in resort. So yeah. in reality, it probably would have been the same price. We probably would have stayed at another one. And and there are cheaper ones. I think the animation ones are usually the cheapest ones because they're the furthest away from the parks, I believe. All-star. Uh, All-star, all Yeah. Yep, because so, that's what I stayed there when I went in high school. Yeah, so um, and they are they <laughs> they are cheaper, but there's a reason why they're cheaper. I mean, no knock on it or whatnot, but if you're looking to stay on a budget, it is definitely a budget hotel for Disney I'm, World. Still expensive, but it's you're not getting all the luxuries like you would right. at the different and there's like three or four different tiers of all well these i think we stayed at the highest one yacht club yacht club is one of the highest yeah. tiers yacht club and boardwalk are connected boardwalks more kid-friendly yacht club is more yep. like for honeymoon type and they have a steakhouse at yacht club that um 50 ounce porterhouse steaks 
that were massive. And th- this is, I, I want to share this before we get to the end of the podcast. We had a couple more things, but I want to share this. So when we went, people don't realize, so people are kind of mad that they're getting rid of the Magical Express. And I love the Magical Express because we got picked up. You don't even grab your bags, which is smart. Because let's say, for instance, your flight comes in at 1 p.m. And then there's another family that comes in at 3 p.m. And there's another family that comes in at 7 p.m. What they want to do is they want to make sure all of the luggage comes at once so they can get you to the park as soon as possible. You have your belongings that you need on you real quick. And we actually did it. The best way to do it, we did a red eye. So we left Sunday night. We When we got there, we got there Saturday, Monday morning at like 7 a.m. So we came in the hotel and slept for a couple hours and then went to the magic kingdom right out the get go. And that was perfect because it gave them time to bring our luggage and stuff. But what I like about the, the Disney experience that everyone says, well, you know, stay at this one, the best Western or whatever. I'm like, okay, look, yeah, I get it. But if you have the opportunity to, when we, when you came in, they're like, are you Mr. Mrs. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, how do they know my name? That's weird. Well, you're the only one checking in. They have it very precise. Person well, walks you a in. name tag. So yeah, cause I'm special, but they walk you in. They tell you, they explain the whole process since we haven't been there. And if we go again, we're going to have to get it explained because I'm sure it's different now. But they go, well, you can make all of your reservations for all of the restaurants here at the desk. So you can actually come down here and you'll do all of your ordering, everything for your, your when you want to do a, a certain restaurant. We did all of our restaurant reservations right there. And they give you a little printout to take with you to make sure. And they legitimately go, are you here for any reason? And we were like, oh, it's... Um, we're our, our honeymoon, and then my wife's birthday is this date, and they're like, okay. So we ate at that fancy place in the Yacht Club, 50-ounce porterhouse steaks. And mind you, the only reason why we did was we had a meal plan, which they don't do those right now, I don't think. And when we got the meal plan, because we got there late or early, super early on Monday, we didn't use the dinner because we used the quick service. So we had two dinners planned. And when you break it down, some of the restaurants take two dinner tickets and they'll, well, it was two dinner tickets because it was expensive. For the dessert, they brought out drawn-in chocolate. We didn't say anything to them. Congratulations on one, and happy birthday on my wife's. Because they have that in the system to make sure your day is as magical as possible. Mind you, we went in 2011, and we didn't go to Disneyland again until 2016, I think it was. So... We didn't have the experience in Disneyland of like the name badge, the badges saying happy birthday and congratulations. And it would just, I'll tell you everyone right now, people say, oh, you know, I can't afford it. If you ever can, Disney World is a different experience than Disneyland. Disneyland's amazing. I love Disneyland more than Disney World personally because it's cheaper. But Disney World is a whole experience and you'll never be able to, like with a kid, I'm glad we went for the honeymoon. Because now my two-year-old goes, we're not going to be able to see half the amount of stuff that we did but he'll still get to experience it so my little rant because the dolphin and swan is probably one i would stay at the next time i went because we've already done the one but i think if we do do it we're going to do the um the animal kingdom one that way the kid Uh-oh. can see the giraffes and stuff walking by you can see all the animals because you're yeah. in the, you're in the preserve i mean yeah. i don't i don't think you can actually if you were to jump over i think you'd die from the fall probably <laughs> Yeah, but exactly. we made it in. I don't think it's that close, close, but they're close enough that you can see the animals. So, yeah, I mean, it's not like you're waking up and the giraffe's head is in your room. But I wish you. Yeah, I mean, it's you're you're right. You could look out and it's like, oh, man, there 
there they are. And like you said, I mean, if you have to save up for five or seven years, and there are some websites um, that they do a, like a Disney savings plan where you could put it, you know, kind of stash it away. I know there's not as many as there was. I think it's yep. a whole COVID thing. Yeah. Um, and they'd be like, hey, if you use us instead of your, t- you know, you get discounted tickets because you're, you know, st- using them for it, but you have to go through them to, you know, it's kind of a, a give and take on it. So you can, um, you know, have like a little Disney savings account on it. But yeah, no, definitely. I would highly suggest going to Disney World. And I mean, we went there, like I said, for our honeymoon as well. I think we did five days and it still wasn't wasn't enough. I mean, there's some, and and this is before and when you went, this is before Star Wars Land. This is before Toy Story Land. This is, yep. I mean, Hollywood Studios or MGM, whatever it is, was a half day park. It's Hollywood um, Studios, yeah. And I think yeah. that's what we did. We ended up doing, and even um, like Animal Kingdom for us was a half day park because when we went to Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom closed at six p.m. Yeah. So we would we went there and then we finished the night in Magic Kingdom. So Magic Kingdom, because we've, I've been to Disneyland so much, that makes a big difference too because you don't really spend that much time there. It's basically the exact same, aside yeah. from some minor 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 details. And when you we hit went, the rides that are different, and that's it. They had the uh, light parade. They still had the oh, yeah. electrical parade. So we went we went there to watch that. We like, oh, it's awesome to see that because I hadn't right. seen since I was a kid. Um, but. Um, Hollywood Studios, when we went, they had the back lot tour and they were actually losing like all the Star Wars stuff was going away. So we got to see all the out the suits and uh, uniforms and stuff. And oh, then nice. they used to have the uh, stunt show, which that's no longer there. And yeah. then they had the other show where you would basically you were like you're in the movie Pearl Harbor, which me and the wife got to participate in, which was kind of fun. And then um, with the only sunky part for me was is the week after we went. They reopened Star Tours with their because it's themed there. Like Star Tours, there yep. has like you walk through the Forest Moon of Endor to go into the ride, which was really cool. But yep. they also had the back lot, which wasn't there when you were there. So it had like it looked like New York City on one end and L.A. Uh, you know on the other. Um, and then I think actually the funnest thing people don't tell you about is they used to have I don't know if they still do they had a boat tour where you got to go through the back of the park and it showed you like. Um, how they did they hydroponics the that grew the yeah. food and stuff like that. Yep. That was fascinating because it's like a tour. That's all it is. It's a tour, but yeah. it's like a it's a small world boat you're going it's, on. Yep, but it's all the plants and uh, the fish and uh-huh. everything like that. Yeah, I know that that was there when we did it. I believe it's still there as far as I know. Um, and then we actually did a paid one where it's called a behind the scenes tour. So it's basically like the boat one. But you, it's a group and it's guided and you go through because with me being in agriculture, that's my background. Right. Um, that's what I want. And it, I think it was only like five bucks or ten bucks for both of us or per person. It wasn't that much. And you walk around and basically it's like, oh, you could do the free one, which is you just ride through the boat. Or you could do the paid one and you actually go in where um, all the plants and everything are and do uh, a walking tour of it with the, with the tour guide. So. That was the real. I if you're into plants, especially um, different plants in Florida than what's in California, and obviously the different type of climate and everything. So it's if you're into that, like I am, it's it was really awesome and well worth it too for the for the price on it. So yeah, so but, well, 
we'll move on after that. Um, real quick. Well, the, well, actually, actually, really quick on this new tower, I thought this was interesting. They're going to have an exclusive rooftop space, perfect for wedding and social galas. With, And this is, I'm saying from the article, boasting breathtaking views of the Walt Disney World Resort. So that's pretty cool. Basically, that is pretty a, cool. A, rooftop, a rooftop place up there. Yeah. Um, next, they this has kind of been hinted at. People are mad about the legacy name for the pass holders. But pass holders, if you have a pass, 20, 25% discount for Walt Disney World annual pass holders. And it's also for Disneyland pass holders right now, I believe, until the 28th, I think. Oh, really? Uh, I just, on the one that yeah, I saw, it was just... At Shop cool. Disney and Disney Stores Nationwide. No, I believe it's it's for the Disney ones it's, local, too, for a short period of time. Yeah. yeah. So here, here's the thing on it. It's only from February 21st through the 24th. Tw- like I said, 25% off, mm-hmm. but it's got to be of purchases of $75 or more. Okay. So you can't buy something that's 10 bucks and get 25% off. And you only got, what? three days four days to use it so i mean it's cool because 25 percent is a good discount um i mean especially if you got stuff coming up you know you can buy a lot of stuff for that (laughs) exactly and it's it's not only just the website but it's disney stores as well if you have some by you i wish we did um next i'm actually i watched uh, I'm excited for the movie, The Riot and the Last Dragon, but they're going to start offering, they have the offerings to at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So they'll probably have the cups, the popcorn buckets, all the themed stuff, probably some shirts and whatnot. It looks very interesting. Um, I keep seeing the trailer over and over again on Hulu and stuff like that. So um, I keep accidentally clicking on the ad on Facebook too. So we'll see how that <laughs> well, goes. On that, I'm sure that's what it is, but this is even more so. They're going to have, you can draw new characters from it. Uh, they're going to have really? an artist working on a stage that's going to have 40 tons of sand sculpted into, um, uh, was it working on 40 tons of sand sculpture, create, uh, creating uh, scenes from the new film um, that'll display the characters. Says it'll take a team of two over 24 hours to build the uh, the sand. Um, what is it? They're going to do it February 19th through the 21st will be the sand sculptures and it'll be, uh, remain on display at animal kingdom, uh, for a limited time through the end of March. And this hmm. is going to be at the animation experience at, uh, conservation station is where, um, that's going to be at. So I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, the, so what is it? So what is it? The Disney Park Pass at Walt Disney World extended to January 2023. What's that? Yeah. So that's the um, thing. Uh, the uh, oh, like the uh, reservation system, theme park reservation system. Oh, so okay. it was until the end of, or was the previous date was January of 2022. Uh-huh. Uh But now it got extended to 2023. So a whole nother year. Hmm. Uh, on it it's smart so, i mean it's, yeah. it's it's working for them now and it probably would work you know it, exactly so that's what i mean it's how you make your it's the reser, the reservation system so you got to have reservations to get in um and the um on it at the end of the article it said that um the ceo bob chapek said that the parks 
will remain at reduced capacity and masks are expected to be in use for the remainder of 2021. Mm-hmm. So looks We're like see yeah, how that goes. Reduced capacity and masks at least till the till the end of the year. So um and lastly we got a first look at Star Wars Trading Post at the old Rainforest Cafe, and it looks amazing. Right? Yep. I mean, the if you just walked by and saw the outside, the inside is just as good. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as theming and everything, and the Rainforest Cafe is how they, I mean, you couldn't tear down the building or really put a facelift on the building it it is what it is if anybody's been to a rainforest cafe i mean they're all pretty much the same looking um but they did a really good job race speeder bike is out in front yep. um and it, inside like i said they did a really good job it and looks it, like it fits right in the moz cantina type of jungle yep. atmosphere like it looks like it could be on yavin four is what it says and then 100 percent could yep no, it, it, exactly. Um, and it's cool seeing the inside of the Rainforest Cafe with, you know, there used to be the bar right there when you walked in on the left. Then you walk through the uh, the store shop. And then <laughs> once you get back um, into the building, then, you know, there's upstairs and downstairs and whatnot of where all the tables and everything is. So it's it's cool seeing the inside of it and back home. Oh, yeah. That's where that used to be. That's where this used to be. And now it's, um, you know, completely decked out in, in star Wars. And you would think that they built this specifically for this, Yeah, you know, that it's not uh, a building that was there. That was formerly housed a restaurant. Um, and now they just, uh, put an overlay onto it. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And there's some interactive stuff in it, some Easter eggs. I saw the the child's egg was in it. So you got General pretty- Grievous's head um, yep. in one spot, and you actually have um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's another uh, another mask in there that's uh, from some deep cuts on stuff. So yeah, uh, I'm so, excited I mean, they- to to go down there. And maybe even just look at it. Yeah, they did a good good job with it. They just didn't slap it together. They put like you said some stuff, some deep cuts um, in there, utilize the space fantastic and um yeah so it looks like uh you know and it i don't know how long it's going to be there i'm assuming it's going to be there for a while since it took them you know it's going to be a mainstay i feel and they're probably going to be using um some stuff there um to like basically bleed into like star wars type merchandise so We'll yep. see how well it does, and it could and it could alleviate some uh, stress from Galaxy's Edge. As, I mean, uh, yeah, Batu as as well as maybe you get some people that'll go here, or they'll have uh, merchandise events here instead of doing it maybe um, in the park and not having a whole bunch of people just go to the park where they can mm-hmm. do it here and queue them up because with Rainforest, it's right in between. Uh, you have that whole area that leads to the parking lot right on the other side of it in between uh, there and ESPN zone. So if Mm -hmm. you do have a merchandise event and need to queue people up, you have that whole area, you could bleed it out to the parking lot. Or if ESPN zone is not nothing going on in there, you could stage them up in there as well. So so Uh, they did a good job. Well, 
We'll see how they do and hopefully it stays open for a while. But that is all for us tonight. We want to thank you all for listening. Um, make sure you go check us out on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming for the TikTok, the YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, everything. If you want to watch Twitch do, make sure you follow Tim at TC Mendo, T-C-M-E-N-D-O, where you can see him streaming as well. Uh, for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>